Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy Isaac. And this is your boy Bryce. And we are brothers on tennis. And folks, we have made it to the halfway point of the Australian Open 2023. And let me tell you what, folks, if you predicted these quarterfinals, hmm, then you definitely, <laughs> definitely know a lot more than my boy Bryce and I. Because <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Bryce, man, our predictions, woo, it's kind of tight, brother. Talk to us, man. <laughs> man, this old jack leg tournament. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Uh, look, I I think we just talked a few minutes ago and said out of the two quarterfinal draws for the men and the women, mm-hmm. 16 players left. We have a combined three. <laughs> three of 16. Three. Three of six that we now. predicted we're going to be there. Three. <laughs> what is that? I mean, well, typically, Bryce, we do really well with our predictions, but good Lord, we've been well, estimated. We got to give ourselves a little bit of a break because we had no idea that it was going to be this whole Netflix curse. Right? The Netflix curse is real. <laughs> it's real, y'all. Look, for anybody who's saying it's a coincidence, uh no when no. you wipe out everybody in the basically the first week yeah yeah that was that's featured a, yeah yeah that's a curse i mean <laughs> faa tried to hang on but <laughs> netflix was like dude you are not strong enough no because <laughs> he, he was scraping with his nails like trying to hang on <laughs> He was having a rough go of it from the start. I mean, my goodness. Did you hear him in the media when he said, I don't think it's a curse. Maybe the people that lost think it's a curse. Well, I need to ask him again. I know. Let's ask him again. Let's ask him now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's ask now. Because, man. They that yeah that 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 has been a very very interesting uh, plot twist here. <laughs> I have compared it to being on the cover of Madden, mm, and right. and what a death curse that has been, you know, in the NFL. Yep. But man, I'm telling you, when they come around and they look to shoot again, them <laughs> players gonna be running like they're running from the plague. Like, nah, I want to be on it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm nope, good. Nope. I'm good. <laughs> they even put a little bit of Rafael Nadal in there because they was at the French Open and they had to, and they they snatched him too. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> he wasn't even on that long, and they was like, Mm-mm, "That curse got you too, friend." <laughs> oh, Bryce. Oh, but 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 with all of that being said, man, this has still been a very very intriguing Australian Open. You're absolutely right. And that's what I told our guy, Nick, in uh, Instagram. I said, you know, he was mentioning about all the upsets. And I said, yeah. that is very true. But doesn't that make for a very interesting tournament? 
Exactly. Exactly. I mean, who would have thought? I mean, we got, you know, the old school still trying to trying to get things done. And then Azarenka and, of course, Djokovic. And mm-hmm. then, like I said, you've got the new school that's happening. And as much as we was predicting Americans being in here, <laughs> we got two Americans that I don't know that anybody saw was going to make the quarters. <laughs> no, not at all. But that's a beautiful thing, right? That's a beautiful thing, man. So excited. It's Yeah, this is... This has actually been a very, very fun tournament to watch, in my opinion. So before we get into the draws, you know, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about is the Americans did clown in this tournament. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it finally, you know, our time to start showing up in these deeper rounds of, of these larger tournaments? You know, I certainly hope so, Bryce. I think that they're they're really showing a lot of heart, a lot of metal. Um, I think that, you know, again, on the ladies' side, Pagula is leading the way, as she Mm -hmm. should, because she's the highest-ranked female. And I think she is motivating a lot of the other, you know, the other talent uh, across America, both men and women. And um, and, you know, even though the the top seeded Americans on the men's side, both Fritz and both uh, and Tiafo did lose. Still, I think the effect is just kind of waterfalling down the ranks and you see folks like, you know, your Sebastian Corda, who is just showing up and showing out. Yep. And you've got, of course, the newbies in, you know, um, your J.J. Wolf and your Ben Shelton, who played an incredible, (laughs) incredible match. match. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I, I enjoyed that match and I watched every single point of that right. match. It was so good. Um, and so, you know, just just the fact that Ben is 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 just kind of getting himself out there as as the one to beat. And the fact that JJ with those laser shots, he's he he is definitely making a statement. He is he is his he's his game is nice, man. His it game is. is nice. It is. It yeah. is. So yeah, Bryce, I'm 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 proud of our Americans. What what about you? Give you a chance to kind of expound on on what you've seen from the Americans. You know, I I was very happy to see the the success that they've had in this tournament thus far. Um, you know, here's the interesting thing. Yeah. So I'm very happy that we have the number of Americans that are in the mix. Mm-hmm. I still want I still want to see more in the top 10, top 15 range, right? right. Uh, particularly on the men's side, because at least with the women, you got uh, Pagula up there, you got golf up there. We've got a couple up there, right? Right, right. But we we really don't have like our Pete and Andre, our McEnroe and Connors, mm-hmm. our Courier. You know, we, we're used to having American um, players that are at the very top Right. Of the right. game. Right. So and don't get me wrong. I get it. The big three ha- has had a lot to do with that <laughs> right. over the last 20 years or so. But <laughs> now since um, they're kind of moving on, right. um, here's the opportunity for the Americans to strike um, while the iron is hot. Yeah. And I think they're coming. I mean, like I said, the three that we have left on the men's side, you've got Corder, you've got Tommy Paul, you've got Ben Shelton. I feel like they're trying to make a a really, really strong push, and especially Corder. We've been talking about Corder for a while and the fact that we thought he would be the number one American. And it looks like he's definitely trying to make a case for it Um, for 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 his wins against both Medvedev and against Hubie. 
those are some strong wins. Huge strong. wins. Huge. Huge. Yeah. So, um, so good to see that at least we have a pipeline. Yes, um, exactly. You know, working on both sides. And um, so anyway, let's go ahead and start talking about some of these lies we told last week. <laughs> you know, Mind and, blowing it. Yep. right, right. And talk about the reality of what's left in, in this tournament. So, yes. So for the women. OK, mm-hmm. so if we're starting at the quarterfinals, our our four quarterfinalists up top are we have Rabakina against Ostapenko, and we have Pagula against Azarenka. Right. So, Isaac, out of those of those two matchups, any commentary on how they got there and, and what you potentially see as the outcome of those matchups? Yeah, well, I mean, and you know, you and I, we we have always been Rabakina fans. Yes. Um, and and it's really great to see her game coming around. I mean, she won Wimbledon last year, and I'm not exactly sure why I underestimated her in this tournament because I tell you what, she gra- she grabbed a hold of Iga and was like, "Ain't <laughs> nobody scared of you, sis. We played in the juniors. Ain't nobody scared of you." And, right. And, and she she put that thumping on her and. And, you know, I, I I tell you what, she she is definitely someone to watch out for. At yes. the same time, I did not know that Ostapenko actually has a winning record against Rabakina. <laughs> and and we and, you know, Ostapenko just she kills me, dude. She kills me, <laughs> first of all. But we ain't going to go back there because we already talked about it on our BOT Awards show. But them kids, man, the kids. Oh, well, I mean, that's one thing. That's horrible. I mean, look, oh, okay, so let me just say this about the kids. I don't blame Ostapanko. This is not her fault, right? Right. This right. is on her apparel company and whatever adult was in the room when they selected those outfits because an adult should have said, stop. Stop. No. Just, just come on. You got my girl out here looking like a hot air balloon, and you know, we know. We no. can do better. We can do better. Because right. I think Azapenka is a very nice looking young lady. They can do better by her than the outfits that they've been giving her. But with that said, she has been playing some <laughs> some outstanding tennis. I tell you that much. She and has. I felt bad for Coco because I was just like, she was just swinging. And Coco was just, she was just taking body blows, man. Yep. I was like, you know, and I was just trying to like, I feel like tactic wise, Coco really, in my opinion, didn't necessarily adjust the way that she should have, because I feel like she should have been trying to do more short court, more angles and making Ostapenko either run up, use a slice sometimes, just sometimes. I mean, if she if Ostapenko is swinging out like that and she hitting her shots like that, you got to change it up. And I would say if she had started, maybe. But I don't know if Coco actually has a slice. Have you ever seen Coco really slice the ball a lot? I've seen her slice. I don't need to see her do it too much more. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but, but 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 what you're saying is exactly right because there were too many points that Ostapenko was able to just stand in the middle of the court and yep. direct the ball. Exactly. And if nothing else, if I was Coco, 
Ostapenko wouldn't have seen a ball on the same side of the court twice in a row. I'm telling you, I would have, I would have been, I would have much rather her gone out making errors that way than yep. to just put the ball in the middle and let Ostapenko just swing out and hit winners because that's what she was doing. And when she's in that type of a zone, you you can, you've got to recognize that and you've got to change up your tactics. Yes. So I agree. With that being said, I, you know, I, I'm still going to lean towards Rabakina getting through mm-hmm. the match, even though she doesn't have a winning record. I just feel like with her having won Wimbledon, with her having taken out Iga, I feel like her confidence is at a good at a good in a good space. And I feel like she'll be able to overcome Ostapenko in this next round. How about you, bro? I feel the same. And, you know, I actually want Rabakina to win, and it's not really anything against Ostapenko, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I feel a little sorry for Rabakina in terms of, you know, normally when you win Wimbledon, you get all the pomp and circumstance and benefits and points and everything that comes along with that. And I remember listening to her in the press conference at the U.S. Open when she said it felt like she hadn't really won Wimbledon because other than the paycheck and then having you know, her name being down in history of of having won it, she wasn't getting a lot of the benefits from it. Her ranking didn't increase. Mm -hmm. You know, she's ranked number 22 in the Australian Open. When's the last time you had somebody who just won Wimbledon who's ranked number 22? Right, outside of Serena. (laughs) Well, that's a whole different story. That was her choice, exactly. Yeah, that was her choice. So... If Rabakina were to win this whole tournament, I would be really happy for her because I think this would be a major that she would get her full acknowledgement. Agree. Absolutely you know, agree. Of having yep. won. Agree. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. And 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 yeah. So I'm right there with you on that one, brother. Um that second match which has Pagula against Azarenka. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. That one kind of concerns me. Because mm-hmm. Azarenka is playing some ball. She, she's, and we know that she likes the Australian Open. She got two of them. She did. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about my prediction on that one. Because, <laughs> you know, I have Pagula going the whole way. And I'm not going to change that um, since she's still in the tournament. But it does concern me, her playing Azarenka. Because, again, Azarenka is looking really good. Um, but I'm going to stick with Pagula, of course. How about you, bro? Yeah, I share your concern because you've got to feel that when you're going up against a previous two-time champion. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's no way you can't. And here's another thing that may be on her. See, now Pagula is the highest ranked person left in the women's draw. In the women's draw, that's right. So before where it could be like, oh, the pressure's really on Iga or it's really on Jabur or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now the expectations are on her right. to right. win. So I think that one could go either way. I would be happy for either one of them. I think for the future of tennis, it would be nice to see Pagula. But for us old heads, I think we would all be happy for Azarenka. <laughs> right. And considering Azarenka has gone through a few things this past year with the whole Ukraine Belarus thing and, you know, having been, you know, banned from Wimbledon and all that kind of stuff. So even her having been uh, or being a future Hall of Famer did not stop her from being banned. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. That's true. From Wimbledon. So I would be happy for her as well. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely agree. 
All so, right. Isaac, if we go down to the bottom half, now this this is where it gets <laughs> wicky wicky wacky down here now. Right? Come on now. So you've got the quote unquote good Pliskova. Right. Um, she apparently good again. She got I, Sasha back in the camp, so she I, good. I saw that. So it wasn't my imagination. He was out the camp for a minute, right? Yeah, yeah. He was gone for a minute, but she brought him. She brought him back, and now they're back together. And hey, she's in the quarterfinals of a Grand Slam. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's playing uh, Magda Lynette, who yes. is going to go out here with absolutely nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Um, and that's going to be a good matchup. And then in the other matchup we have is we've got your girl, Big Sab, Sabalenka. Big, Big Sab. Now, she's been here before, but, yes. um, it, you know, things are looking good for her. But she's going against Miss Scalper, uh, <laughs> Donna Vekic. Yes, yes. So, so talk to me about both of those matchups. Well, I, you know, f- first and foremost, good on Magda Lynette for taking out Carolyn Garcia, because that in itself was a major task because, yes. um, you know, that's who I had coming through. And, um, you know, I, I and, and her reaction when she won was just absolutely precious. I, I love that, that that shot that they had of her. Um, but I do feel like with Pliskova having the experience that she has and the fact that she's been kind of in this little downslope. I do I do pick the good Pliskova to come through that match. I, I think that she will she will end up taking out Magda Lynette for that one. Okay. Um the other match as far as Sab, Big Sab versus Beckage, strangely enough, Beckage actually has a lead, uh, a head to head lead against she Big does. Sab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that was surprising to me because I was just like, really? But you know, Beckage liked them scouts, man. She likes <laughs> taking them, she she likes snatching them wigs, man. She does. So, <laughs> so you can never count her out. And apparently um she's now working with Pam Shriver. So I guess mm-hmm. Pam is giving some of her, you know, advice and you know, volleys and things like that, of course, because you know, Pam, Pam was Miss Doubles back in yep. the day. Um so it's tough for me on this one because I like both of those ladies, um, but I, 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 for whatever reason, I just feel like Big Sab is on one right now. And I feel like she has got a game. She's going to bring a different level to that match, and I, I see her getting through it. And so I see it being pushed uh, against Sab. How about yourself, bro? You know, it's so funny because on paper – you almost want to say, oh, yeah, Sabalenka and Pushkova are going to win these matches, mm-hmm. right? But they are both playing people that are known for the upset. Exactly. And, and both of them, meaning Sabalenka and uh, Pushkova, are known for getting upset. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I, you know, I can tell you on paper where to go, but would not be surprised at all if we see Lynette and Vekic in the semifinals. <laughs> hey, bruh, I wouldn't be surprised either. <laughs> but I'm telling you, when these seeds started dropping, yeah. I actually was feeling better about my prediction. I was thinking, Benchic is going to take this. Right, right. And she just did not look good in that match that she had against um who was she playing was it Sabalenka Sabalenka yeah 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 she just didn't look good 
Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of it was due to Sabalenka, though. I think, again, Sabalenka's playing some good tennis right now. Some really, really good tennis. Like like when she was number two in the world tennis. So okay. I, I, I won't take too much from Benchich because, again, I watched, uh, I pretty much watched, I, I won't say all of it, but I watched a good portion of it. And, and yeah, Sabalenka just played very, very well. And I think that Unfortunately for Benchich, when she got broken in that first set, that kind of that really deflated her to to get broken and lose seven five that first set. And I think it just didn't allow her to get herself right in that second set. And Sab was just again, she was just she's just hitting big balls, hitting hitting big. Well, uh, that's going to both of those matches are going to be really, really interesting uh to watch so okay so if our picks coming out of of that for the women are uh you said you're sticking with pagula all the way for the win right all the way i'm gonna stick with it okay and and that's where i'm going (laughs) so you you've you've got pagula over rabacana and it sounds like you're taking big sab over pliskova Yes, yes. And then that gives you your final of uh, Pagula and Big Sab. And it sounds like you're picking Pagula uh, to win that over Sabalenka. That is correct, my man. How about you? What's your picks? Wow. I could just mirror everything that you said (laughs) and then also say, but I think any of these eight ladies, maybe not Lynette, and maybe not Vekic, but I think Sabalenka, Pushkova, Azarenka, Pagula, Ostapenko, and Rybakina could all win the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't disagree. Yeah, I, uh, I really think it's a toss-up, like you're saying. I think these matches can go any way from Sunday. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this is so crazy. <laughs> so, okay, so shout-out to the women. Yes. Let's move over and take a look at the men. All right. So um, once again, the men were were not immune to the Netflix curse. <laughs> and so in the quarterfinals up top, we have Hatchinoff against Korda. Yes. And we have Paz against Lehetka. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking about these matches? Yeah. I, I tell you what, man. Even though they're not what we predicted, they still should be some fire matches. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Karen is finally finding the form, <laughs> finally finding the form that he had when he reached the top 10 a couple of years back. Um, he's playing some really, really good tennis. But with that said, I see him going down the quarter. Quarter to <laughs> okay. me is just quarter is like, you know what? <laughs> I'm tired of my family being on my back because I ain't done nothing in Australia. <laughs> All of them got titles. My daddy done won the thing. No, right. I no, I am, right. I am on a mission to do something special. And I, I, I just think Corda will get past Hatchinoff in that matchup. What about you, bro? I agree because I think Corda hits a flatter ball mm-hmm. and that <laughs> that janky forehand that uh, Hatchinoff has, you know, he's going to put pressure on that because Hatchinoff's backhand is amazing. Um, yes. But I think Corder's going to put pressure on that janky forehand of yep. Karen's and it's he'll, he'll eventually break it down. I agree with you. And that's the difference because I think both of them have world-class backhands, 
both are big guys, big serves, but it's that forehand. And I think if he is, if Corda is doing what he should be doing, which is lasering those, those balls to, to, um, um, uh, to, uh, what's your name's forehand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Karen. Um, <laughs> Karen's Karen's forehand. That to me exactly will make the difference. Right. Yeah. Yep. So how about that second one, bro? Sissi Paz and Lehechka. You know, so part of me wants to see Sissi Paz win this whole thing because mm-hmm. I think he's falling behind a little bit of that group he was in. Right. Initially of kind of the next gen who was mm-hmm. the who were potentially the next big three. Yeah. Uh, and I think this could go a long way for him for confidence wise and could potentially even put him on a run because let's not forget the next major is the French open and he plays very well on clay. That's right. That's right. So, but, uh, this Lahetka, you know, now I've, I've seen his name a little bit and he's got some good wins and stuff. I think it's early for him. I really don't want him to win right now. Um, but he is clearly a battler. And and we all know Cece Pops can, you know, he can get a little fragile upstairs. Um, yep. So I should be beating <laughs> this guy, but I'm not. What's going on? Oh, let me throw a racket at my daddy in the stands. You know, that's the Cece Pops that we know. That's true. But I'm I'm gonna go with Cece Pops with this and 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 guess that he's gonna figure out a way to get through that match. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, and and because I I Everything that you said, I am right. I think it is spot on because I do feel like CC Pass is always someone that is up for the upset. If you always talk about, ooh, what top 10 win did such and such get? It's typically against CC Pass. And <laughs> right. uh, I mean, it's just, it's just facts, folks. It's just facts. So I am I'm sitting here like, will he have the mental fortitude to be able to get past Lehechka? given the fact that it's a quarterfinal match. And I I don't know. I really don't. Um, but with that said, I am gonna follow your lead though. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with CeCe Pass and I think that he will end up making it through that match. But it I if he makes it through, I honestly think it probably will be in five. I, I don't doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> at all. Yes, sir. Okay, so the bottom half. Yes. We have now this is a little more to form here. We have Rublev against mm-hmm. Djokovic. Yes. And then we have two Americans, uh, mm-hmm. Ben Shelton. I always want to call him Blake. I um, know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and Tommy Paul. So how do you see these two? Oh man. So uh, you know, I, I picked Djokovic to win, so again, not going away from that. So of course that's who I'm picking. Uh, for that match um, with the Americans, man, I, <laughs> I tell you what, I, 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 I don't know. I really, really don't know who's going to win that match. Right. Um, and I struggle because I really like both of these guys. I mean, honestly, Tommy Paul is one of my favorites. I mean, I, he is literally my favorite American. I, you know, and I'm sorry, right. Francis, my bad, you know, but, but he is. If, if, right. if Tommy is on the court, I want Tommy to win because I just like that guy that much. Again, we've interviewed him. He's just a good, genuine kid. I feel like he's putting in the work and, and it, so it's hard for me to want to vote against him, but that Ben Shelton, boy, that I ben tell Shelton. you, Ben Ain't Shelton it. is not, 
He ain't to be played with. He is not to be played with, Bryce. He is not to be played with. So as much as I want to see Tommy go through, I I just feel like he's on one. And I feel like he might end up just snatching that match as well and being like, yo, this is my first time out the country and I'm in the semifinals of the Australian Open. Right. I mean, what? Party over here. Right. Party over here. So so on that one, I'm just going to plead the fifth. We're going to see where it goes. But I'm going to throw it to you. What are your thoughts on those two matchups? All right, I agree with you with Djokovic because Djokovic is gonna look like look at Rublev and be like, "Hello, mini me, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Let me show you how Daddy do it." Uh, so, um, so that's what's gonna happen there. Yes, and then Rublev's gonna end up punching his racket, and making his hand bleed, and all that kind of stuff. So there you go. We know how that goes. <laughs> but as it relates to the two Americans, let me tell you this. And this is where I'm going to step out on ledge. And I'm with you. I love Tommy Paul, and I think he's awesome and all that. But Tommy Paul doesn't even have the firepower of a J.J. Wolf. Correct. And if Blake plays anywhere close to how he he played against J.J., yeah. he's going to blow Tommy off the court. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I he is. Yeah. yeah. I, and what's interesting J.J. Wolf actually even said, he was like, my dad is actually built like Ben Shelton. He's a lefty and he's about 6'4", so I'm used to his game. He said yeah. that going into that matchup. So mm-hmm. the fact that he's played against that style and 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 unfortunately couldn't get through in five sets does, does not bode well for Tommy Paul. It does not. Now, would I be upset if Tommy won? Of course not. But no. with my tennis hat on and what I've seen these two weeks, I yeah. agree with you. Ben is just all, sometimes he's just on one. Just on one. He's just on one, y'all. And when you own one, this is what happens. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to say this, and this is where y'all might be like, okay, now he didn't go on too far now. <laughs> if Ben continues to play the way he's been playing, he can win this whole thing. I, I don't disagree with that. Because if you look at everybody else that's left in the tournament, maybe with a slight, slight exception of CeCe Paz, Ben is the only one who has an aggressive game. Right. Everybody else is basically baseliners. Yep. 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 And if he is booming that serve, hitting those gra- those insane ground strokes and coming to the net. Yeah. Inclusive of Djokovic. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I well, see him winning it all. He's not 100% either, quote unquote. So right. that in itself would help, you know, Ben as well, because of, the, again, the leftiness, the bigness of it. The, I mean, the man was hitting 140 mile per hour serves, Bryce. He was hitting 150 mile per hour ground strokes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> like, what is happening? Dude, the, he's got. Yeah, that kid's got a big game. And you are exactly right. He could very well snatch this title. And you have to think about something else. He, along with Lahetchka, I guess, well, I guess there are a couple who could say this, but he really has nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. He was yeah. not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And so, <laughs> you know, I kind of love, I like Tommy, but I kind of like a good story like this. Mm-hmm. Um, if a, I think if he were to win a major... We have, 
we have not had an African-American male mm-hmm. win a major since Arthur Ashe. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Is Yannick Noah? Is, oh, I know I'm he's so, French, no, he's but, not African-American. You know, he's not. Because that's what I was saying. I don't know his nationality. But yeah. I mean, but yeah. he's French. He's French. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, I mean, he's got African descent, of course. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of African-Americans, like from the U.S. Yeah, it'd be Arthur Ashe. It'd be Arthur Ashe. So I like that kind of history. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> right. That's good history right there. That, And it's possible. It's only three matches. It's only three matches. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. Um, so you are going Djokovic. Who, who do you have Djokovic playing in the finals? So, who, oh, yeah, because my prediction wasn't right anyway. So um, I, I actually think up top, if I'm looking at the top of the draw, I, I feel like I feel like it's going to be quarter. I feel like it's going to be a rematch of that tournament where quarter had that match point against Djokovic earlier this year and lost. Or last gotcha. week, or a couple of weeks. Yeah, ago. right. I feel like I feel like we might end up having a repeat of that final. <laughs> I'm I'm being real messy right here. Um, <laughs> go on, Fred. I think it's gonna. I, I'm a. I'm gonna go out on on a limb here and say Shelton versus Cece Pass, and wow. Shelton is going to knock the racket out of Cece Pass's hands. Wow. All right. I am not mad at that prediction. Not at all. Wouldn't be mad to see it. <laughs> I think I think Sushi Pass is gonna go five sets with Corda, mm-hmm. etch him out in the end, and totally not be ready for for B Shelt. <laughs> for B Shelt. <laughs> I like I, that, bro. I, I like I, and I and I think what's gonna happen is, you know, Djokovic is gonna jolly wop uh Rublev. Mm-hmm. And and it was funny because Demon York said in the press, he said, you know. If Djokovic was injured, <laughs> apparently I'm not good enough to to uh, take advantage of that mm-hmm. injury. No, he put he put him on. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with Djokovic. I mean, mind <laughs> you, he does play mind games. He plays, you know, he he plays the media. He'll say something is wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with that boy. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with Novak Djokovic. Be be clear, y'all. Ain't no. nothing wrong with Novak Djokovic. He is just fine, and and, uh, and he's playing. Yeah. And, and remember, Isaac, what we've always said about beating Djokovic, we've mm-hmm. said the type of player that can beat Djokovic is the one that can hit him off the court. Correct. It ain't nobody trying to go out there and rally with him and go Mm-mm. get the job done. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. And Shelton has that kind of game. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't I don't disagree with you. I I feel like that will be. You know, again, given the fact that he gets past Tommy, I feel like that would be a very intriguing matchup. And mm-hmm. uh, and Ben would not go out there scared at all. No, not at all. <laughs> at all. And you know what? He would have the crowd behind him. Oh, for sure. Yep, I agree. I agree. The crowd always loves a good upset. Come on mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Hell, he, he, to me, he has done a great job of, of getting the crowd on his side. Um, so, so yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. He's, he's just got a lot of upside, man. Uh, a, 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 a tremendous, tremendous upside. 
Right. I mean, you know, shit, and he's an African American man too. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. black folks get a lot of love outside the U.S. <laughs> oh, all right. I, wait a minute. No, we ain't gonna go there. Uh, but, but, but anyway. All right, so we've got some really, really, really good stuff to look forward to. Yes, we do, my man. Like I said, the Australian Open 2023 has been fantastic. It continues to be. And like I said, we will will be crowning, you know, champions here very, very soon. We will. So anything else you wanted to chat about before we wrap this up and... No, brother. I think I think we're good. Um, hopefully, everybody saw our first edition of BOT Volleys. There will yes. definitely be more coming out uh, shortly. So so be on the lookout for those folks. Um, but outside of that, just hope you are enjoying the Australian Open. How about you, B? Same here. Uh, you know, I'm glad I got a chance to watch as much tennis as I have been able to over the last week or so. Uh, but we're getting down to the, to the, to the money days now. So I'm, I'm very mm-hmm. excited and uh, looking forward to hearing what other people think about these upcoming results. So yes. make sure you tune in however you got to watch it, you know, Peacock plus ESPN three plus, I mean, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta have a whole schedule to figure out where you can catch a match. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but we move on. <laughs> you know exactly. T- Tennis Channel, you need to go ahead and get all them rights. Please um, hurry up. Right, Ugh. but anyway. So, on behalf of the podcast, thank you everyone for listening. Enjoy the tennis. We'll be back at you next week. This has been your boy Bryce, and this is your boy Isaac, and we are brothers on tennis. Everyone, stay good out there.